on, everybody? This is your girl, Pam Berrigan with 2200 Taps. I am excited for this episode because it is a special episode. It's something completely, not different than what we've done, but something very much related to what we're doing. And I am sitting right now on a Zoom call with two really awesome gentlemen that I know personally from Pathways Core Training, but what they're actually fighting for and what their mission is about is what, hi, (laughs) Uh, what their mission is about is um, something really, really cool. So I'm really glad to have them on. And uh, first I want to introduce Mike Gillen. Mike Gillen, I'm, man, Mike, how long have I known you? Like, uh, five, six years, five, maybe? like two babies ago or something, right? Yep. <laughs> three, three babies ago, <laughs> three babies ago. And then, um, I've got Eric Gomez who, uh, I actually sat in on your training and got to watch you, um, go through that training. So it was really cool to see that part uh, of you. And I really, we're not really, really close, but we are very much connected. So thank you for being here today in real quick. I just wanted to say that, um, Eric actually reached out to me um about something really cool that this whole episode is going to be about so um eric real quick if you could tell my listeners a little bit about yourself what you do and then mike and then mike will go to you and and then we're going to really just take off with this really cool episode uh sure thank you so much for having us and um you know thanks for everything that you do and yeah pathways uh is how we met and it was certainly a you know if anybody needs to go uh you know, I would say, you know, just to touch on pathways, there is um, an opportunity for everybody's lives to be better. And pathways is one of those organizations that will certainly uh, help that. And um, yeah, it was a real special time. Mike was actually my sponsor and we, um, you know, I was going through some challenges in, in my life. And so um, what, you know, what I do, what, what, that I, I do all things, real estate, construction, sales, um, um, and, uh, you know, my uh, family, uh, I've got, uh, a wife and two kids, uh, and, uh, we, um, uh, you know, they're amazing. But, uh, um, the other thing is, is, is I'm, I'm a recovering politician. And whenever I was in the political world, mental health, because of some, some challenges that my family, uh, that, uh, faced, like 40 years ago, I, I'm about to turn 51 years old. When I was 10 years old, my cousin um, was living inpatient at a, a, a psychiatric facility in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, and he, super curious guy, uh, got up on his tippy toes, stuck a pencil in the fireman's key hole in the elevator doors. And um, that activated the mechanism to open the doors. And there was no elevator car there. And he fell to his death. And, you know, when I was 10 years old, um, and that incident put me on literally a lifelong path of mental health advocacy. Um, And, you know, just a a really, uh, um, a really empathetic heart. Um, And, you know, the... uh, um, you know, it was certainly tragic and it was certainly sad. And he and I were supposed to go like two days after this incident to uh, a camp over spring break at that time. And so, um, you know, fast forward 25 years, 20 years, and I'm in probably about 25 years, I guess. 
and I'm involved in, in politics and, uh, you know, every chance I, uh, got, I would, uh, utilize my, uh, positions to advocate for mental health, um, uh, at, at various levels here in the state of Oklahoma. And, um, and then, you know, fast forward, uh, a decade or so later beyond that. And we had this dream of, and Mike and I race, uh, bicycles for we're weekend warriors, uh, for the same team. It's an amazing organization. We, you know, we don't take our bike racing too seriously, but we do take our youth development and our, you know, ability just to be, um, you know, good mentors to the community, uh, very seriously, you know, the mm-hmm. bike racing, you know, we don't really do too much serious bike racing anymore. Um, uh, you'd say, you might say we've grown up a little, um, but, uh, and, and so we had somebody in our, um, uh, community. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of reasons why we did this, but we, 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 we had somebody, um, who is a, a, a very you know tight knit member of the cycling community, and uh, he and I were on a ride maybe six years ago. We were talking about this race called the Race Across America, and we decided uh, you know we should do that race uh, for mental health advocacy. And through all kinds of iterations of our team um, and some tragedies in our cycling community uh, around suicide. Um, and lots of iterations of, of this team that is going to be doing the, the race across America. Um, here we are. And, uh, this week as of, um, we had contemplated that, uh, today or tomorrow we would be finishing the actual race, obviously with the virus and the, the pandemic, uh, um, you know, cause it does go from the West coast to the East coast through 12 States and, uh, it's 3,000 miles on bicycles with a nine-day cutoff. Uh, but with everything going on in the world, you know, it was postponed for this year. And um, and so, you know, whenever I'd reached out to you a couple of days ago, I guess maybe it was Thursday evening, I was uh, I had just watched one of your uh, Facebook live posts, and I just thought, man, she is so consistently positive and, and beautiful in her messages. Uh, and it just kind of, you know, just, I mean, it was kind of a, uh, a higher level, higher authority, uh, calling for me to, uh, reach out to you and, 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 and here we are. And so our, um, uh, and our team is team suicide prevention. Um, you know, in our, in our bicycle racing team, you know, we have lost, uh, and in the, the, the cycling community, we've lost a number of, uh, people that are really near and dear to us, uh, um, to suicide and, 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 you know, many people that we know are struggling with mental health issues. And so that's, uh, why we're doing this. Our, 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 uh, Mike actually came up with the line, I believe that we're, uh, spreading hope across America and we're in the race to save lives. So, um, that's a little bit about me and who we are and what we're doing. Well, very cool. Well, thank you. Uh, Mike, let's jump to you. Just a, a little bit of background about yourself, how y'all got connected, and what really inspired you to just uh, to do this. And guys, uh, my, for my listeners, um, that's a little bit of where we're going with this episode. We're going to talk about a really cool uh, bike race, a 3,000-mile bike um, race over a nine-day period, correct? 
Yep. Okay. So we're going to, the, the, the guys are going to take it over after um, we're done introducing uh, you, Mike, because I don't know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you guys are going to have to guide this episode and I'm just going to ask questions because I, uh, awesome. I, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, man, it's all yours. Floor's yours. All right. Well, so my name is Mike Gillen. I'm 39 years old here in Tulsa. Um, I met obviously uh, Eric and, and you guys both uh, kind of through pathways, but, but Eric and I, so, I started riding bikes about 11 years ago, mainly just trying to lose some weight, right? Trying to do something healthy um, and just fell in love with it instantly. It reminded me so much of being a kid and just the, the freedom and the adventures of being outside, you know, not just cooped up at a desk. So, so cycling really did that for me um, and was a big, a big win. Uh, I currently have four kids, about to have baby number five. Uh, my wife and I did also both go through pathways, which uh, really sparked our relationship in a different way because, you know, I think it doesn't matter really who you are. I think we we all have hurt in whatever that is in our lives, right? We've all either been abused or our parents have left or we've you know lost somebody. I mean, uh, the stories may be different yet at the, at the heart of it all it still hurt, right? We, mm-hmm. We're still, you know, traumatized in certain ways. And so uh, that for us, there was a lot of uh, way that we lived in reaction to each other that had nothing to do with each other, right? It's like, I was reacting to stuff that happened to me as a kid that she wasn't a part of yet. I was kind of making her pay for it, I guess, in a way, if, if you kind of look at it that way. And so, so being able to work on myself, to see myself, value myself, love myself and see her for this amazing, incredible woman. And, and she can love herself in that same way really put us on a really even platform where before it was so much of, well, I need you to make me happy and I need this and I need that. And it's like, man, well, I can make myself happy, you know? So, so that was huge for me through pathways and that helped give me kind of this thing of like, well, if I was hurting this much, who else is hurting this much? Right. And honestly, everybody, uh, I mean, I don't care how great your life looks and how famous you are. Everybody feels just as insecure and just as unworthy and, uh, that's why I've sponsored so many people through Pathways because I just I care about people. I wish someone would have told me sooner. Um, thankfully, Trina, my a good friend of mine, encouraged me to go to this class, and I would love to have gone before. You know, I made plenty of mistakes in my life as as we all do. Mm-hmm. So, but just such a blessing and, and such an awesome thing. So, so now it's like, how how does this give back, right? So, how do we help other people uh, in mental health and wellness uh, and love? and encouragement. And so for me, cycling, right? That was the thing. So I started riding bike, which gave me a lot of freedom, gave me a lot of joy. And now how do I share that with someone else? So Eric had mentioned this. We have bike club here in Tulsa. Uh, there's 14 different schools where every Tuesdays and Wednesday we ride with children and we teach them, you know, how to wear a helmet and you know, bike safety and how to, you know, signal the right direction. And so they really think that we're there just trying to teach them things. Right. And so and go on these little adventure bike rides, which are super fun. But, you know, that's kind of what we show them. But really, we're there to, like, love on them, encourage them. Uh, many of the kids don't have mom or dads at home, right? So we get to play that role because normally in life, you have a mom who has to be there because, well, they're your mom and they have to love you. And, and you have a teacher. Well, it's they're getting paid to be your teacher. So no one, no one's really there just because they want to be. They all have to have to be there. And it's like, well we're going to give our time and show you that, you know what, like I care about you as a person and nobody's making me be here. Like I just want to be here because I love kids. Right. And I was a kid and I know what that feels like, right. To have somebody around me and encouraging me. So, so it's been great. We've been doing it the last few years and 
that connection and that time with them, you know, you can see it as the, as the year progresses, just how much more open they are. You know, they start off very sheltered and, you know, everyone's judging each other because you may have a sports kid and a kid from art class and a musician instead of normally where you're in a group. Well, you're always the same group, right? You're always the band kids. Well, of course you guys all get along. And then, you know, the football kids get along, but they don't mix together normally, right? We have that kind of Mm -hmm. segregation of, oh, well, you guys are too cool for me and I don't feel good (laughs) enough for you and right. And just Mm -hmm. the stuff in life. So, so bike club brought us all together. Like, I don't care what you do in life. We are on the team of bike club together. So we are the team and that has united the schools and the kids in such a different way because normally they would stay apart from each other and now that they're connected. So, so how do we take that to adults, right? How do we connect with adults who are hurting, who are going through things? And so uh, my, my big push for this that, that really hit home to me. Um, so one of my closest friends, Todd Reed, mm. that went through pathways with me, right? He was a cycling buddy and he was so encouraging. I mean, it didn't matter where you were on the bike ride. He was always like, Hey man, good job. Or I mean, like, if you try this, this may make it better. You know, he just, he loved helping people. He loved cycling and he just, he was a doctor. I mean, he is, he spent his whole life and dedicated his whole life to just helping people. Right. And no matter how much he tried helping people, he was still just as hurting inside, right? And so, you know, we had some some really honest uh, conversations, and and it was hard watching him struggle in the same way that I did. I mean, it's not like there was anything wrong with him. He he was just going through stuff that I'd gone through, and you know, we just bonded in such a deep way. And so, um, unfortunately, um, you know, he passed away, and you know, I don't know necessarily that I would say that it was suicide, but there were a lot of attempts and a lot of times where he was just enough is enough, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and he called me at night cause I told him, look, I don't care where you're at because we, we had that talk before where I found him on a park bench and he was just ready to be done. Um, and thankfully, um, from talking with him and loving on him, you know, that gave him a couple more years. Um, ultimately he still kind of lost out and, and we all lost, but, um, you know, I told him because of that night, I said, look, I don't, I don't care what's going on. Like you call me at three in the morning, I'm going to answer, you know, when you feel that way. And, and he called me and I didn't answer because I was like, well, you know, hey, I'm in the middle of hanging out with Melissa. Like I, I, I can call him back, you know, and then I call him back and it's too late, you know? And so, um, so it just from, from a personal place, I mean, I know it's not my fault. Right. I mean, I, I gave myself a lot of guilt over that. Like, I should have answered the phone. What if I would have answered the phone? You know, I could have been there for him. You know, maybe this wouldn't have happened. And, you know, his wife, Tiffany, at the time, she had said, you know, Mike, you know, like, we can't save everybody, right? I mean, I can't be around everyone blocking them, protecting them, but but we can love on people and we can help them. And and he had an incredible two years watching him just kind of let go of so much of that hurt and find God along the way and just so much freedom. And she's like, you know, you still gave him that. Like, you know, like, we got to celebrate what they did have because we could all die tomorrow. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are not guaranteed the next day and, and we're going to make the best of what we have. And so, so we did a bike ride in honor of him um, to kind of raise awareness for suicide. And again, I'm not saying that's necessarily what it was with him. I mean, I, who knows? Um, but, um, but we kind of did this ride and was like, man, I want to do a charity. Like how, how can we, raise awareness, raise money and do something in honor of him and in all the people who are constantly hurting on a daily basis. And so when Eric came and said, Hey, Mike, uh, I think we're going to do this race across America and wonder for suicide prevention. I was like, 
man, I'm in. Like, what, what can we do to, to get the world out? And uh, as you guys see in today's day, I mean, there's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of anger and bitterness. I mean, it seems like the world's kind of imploding on itself. And you know, how are we going to bring some hope and some joy to the world? And this is kind of what our avenue to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought up um, Todd. Um, because I was going to ask you both, like, what's, what's, what's one of the biggest stories that's impacted you to motivate you to do this? And just by default, both of y'all have shared very intimate stories, um, you know, without going into explicit detail, but you could see, and, and for my listeners, I'm on a zoom call with these guys and you could see it in their eyes. And, and even though you're not on the call with us where you can see them, you can hear it in their voice. And it is, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about this because I know how, how much, mental health is important to all of us and that's the whole mission of 2200 taps that's why it's 2200 you know we honor the 22 veterans we lose a day to suicide you know and i was almost one of them so from my heart to y'all is like this is one of the coolest things i have ever heard of and god bless y'all because you won't see my ass on a bike pedaling down the street (laughs) there's no way like I just I don't have the right shorts and I can't last but a few minutes without being in severe pain. So let's mm-hmm. just leave it at that and you Been know. There before. Oh gosh, I, I don't even <laughs> want to imagine that for free, guys. But um, but thank y'all, you know, for sharing those those brief stories because you know it's it's obvious it's it's very important to y'all. And I know in three thousand miles on a bike, you guys, I would I would I could only imagine that in those times that you're like, man, this really sucks. Like you would lean on like your cousin, Eric, or you would lean on Todd. And we have others that I'm sure we haven't even talked about or y'all haven't even talked right. about. Yep. You know, th- those are just one of many. And yeah, uh, and everybody on the team, I would say, has a really close personal. I mean, uh, there's a couple people where um, one of the guy's daughter's uh, husband took her life and his own in front of their little daughter, you know. And so now as a grandfather, he's trying to, take care of the goddaughter, you know? And so mm-hmm. there's just, there's just, a, there's a lot of hurt. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's out there everywhere. I know you guys are aware, um, you know, there was, uh, the story's gone and on. And so it's, uh, it's hard to see people hurting in that way. Um, and all we can do is try and do something, right. Just to, to make a little difference. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the difference that y'all want to make. So you guys, the, the team name is team suicide prevention. And like we, we talked about, it's a 3,000-mile uh, bike ride from Oceanside, California to Annapolis, Maryland, correct? Yep. I mean, dude, that's correct. That's far. <laughs> that yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot far. of riding. <laughs> and, and how many members are on our team? So we have eight racers, mm-hmm. um, and so we're registered as an eight-person team. And uh, we have a massive crew of support that will be traveling with us. Um, and so on our entire team, there's 20 members there. Well, we don't have 20 members yet. We do, uh, have a couple of openings for some crew. Um, but we anticipate that we will be a a crew of 20 going across the United States. Um, and, uh, um, and so because of the support, I mean, we couldn't do this without a, a, an amazing support system. Um, and so, yeah, we're a, we're a team of 20. Um, and that includes, uh, a couple of film people too, because mm-hmm. uh, we want to capture everybody's stories along the way. Um, and it's our hope that, you know, if we can put forth a, uh, pa- 
package of our stories may be able to inspire some other people to have some hope and to understand that uh, there is, is so much uh, pain. And a lot of times, you know, people, um, you know, if you say, hey, how you doing? You know, it's like the Lego movie song. Everything is awesome. And, you know, it's not awesome. And, and, yeah. um, and, and so, you know, it, it's our goal and our, one of our goals to, to, you know, just raise awareness that there are a lot of people that even though everything is awesome, it's just not awesome. And, and, and to understand, uh, that there are some things that we can do just to be, just by being attuned to those in our lives, you know, our, our immediate circles, our immediate circle of influence, you know, it's, um, uh, you know, just being aware, um, and, and being, um, uh, uh, attuned to those feelings and, um, you know, going back to pathways again, and I'm going to just tell everybody that it's an amazing organization and it's something, you know, no matter where you are in life, you would, you will benefit if you go and, uh, go in with an honest and an open heart. Uh, if you, uh, um, attend pathways and I, I mean, I can't say that enough. Um, but you know, one of the things that we talk about is, you know, being at heart level, you know, not the mask level or, you know, what we think people want to hear, but really honestly answering questions and, you know, and honestly asking questions, you know, if you don't really want the right answer, or, or the honest answer, you shouldn't ask the question. But you know, if you really are attuned to the people in your in 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 your world, um, you know, hopefully we can we can help uh, um, uh, spread that message as well. That being uh, attuned to you know those in in your surrounding, you know, maybe they say everything is great and you know life is good, um, and, and and you know we hope that it is, but, you know, being able to, uh, understand and, and, and recognize signs, you know, there's so many times that, uh, people say, you know, I had no idea. I never saw it. You know, I, I, in looking back, I see the signs, they were right there. And, you know, it, it's a very taboo subject, mental health mm. and, uh, uh, and, and especially suicide. But, um, the, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people don't want to talk about it, and uh, and a lot of people, you know, are very much afraid to say something because, um, and so there's a lot of uh, of like a heavy stigma around, mm-hmm. you know, mental health, and and for that very reason, you know, nobody really wants to talk about it. But you know, it's something that, uh, you know, statistically speaking, it's a it's profound. It's the number two killer. Um, of people age 15 to 24, um, you know, and, 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 you know, that, uh, um, you know, it's just a terrible statistic and, and, you know, I mean, statistics are kind of, uh, um, uh, staggering around mental health. And, um, and so that, that's one of our messages. We want to, we, you know, we hope that people will, you know, be inspired to, 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 you know, help those around them. Yeah. So one thing you're uh, talking about there, you know, this is something I try and tell the kids a lot whenever we're going through stuff is, you know, there's a big difference in saying, Hey, how's it going? Right. Um, okay. Like the first question is like, 
do you really want to know? I mean, are you asking them just because you're trying to be polite, right? Or do you really want to know how they're doing? Because most people will say, okay, I'm fine, whatever. And so I've kind of made it a challenge. I mean, even if I'm at the drive through window, I grab my food. Hey, how's it going? Okay. Like, why is it just okay? And, the, you know, you can just see the look in their face like, well, why are you asking me? I'm like, well, what, you know, is it really okay? And they're like, well, no. I'm like, well, why not? You want to talk about it? And, I mean, it, it's amazing how quickly they will just pour out because they're like, nobody asks me, nobody cares. You know, like, why would you care? You're a complete stranger. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't I? You know I mean? Like we're all still people. We're, we're in this world together to help each other. And so I think that's a lot of the message that we want to share when we get through this is, you know, we're not heroes. We're, we're no better than anyone else. You know, you know that it is kind of on our hearts to be able to go do this, but everybody has the same power to connect with people. Everybody has the opportunity to, to love on someone, to ask them how they really are and just talk and listen to them, right? I mean, that's something that we can all do. Uh, we don't have to have a degree. We don't have to go to school to ask someone how they're really doing and really try and connect with them, right? I mean, that's super simple. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. No, no, actually, um, I'm glad you said that because I feel like and it's just an observation um, and maybe even by def- stuff that I've done. It's like you're afraid to ask people how, how they're doing or really getting deep because you don't know what to say. You know, all of a sudden it's like, oh crap, Mm -hmm. like now I'm, I'm responsible for your feelings. Like I don't want any any of that, but that's not the case. It's just a simple conversation. And you know what, between us three, like we have resources to point them in the right direction. You know, we don't, we we don't, mm -hmm. yeah, like we're not, we're not, we don't act like we're therapists or LPCs or like, that's not what we do. We love on you. We ask you hard questions and got, and you know what you ask us hard questions. We're going to be just as vulnerable. For sure. Yeah. And it, at, at the end of it, it really just comes down to empathy. You know I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't have to give you the answers. I don't have to fix you. Like, I don't know how maybe, you know, like, but, but I can at least be compassionate and understanding and caring be like, you know what? Like, I'm really sorry that you're going through that. You know, and yeah. I can't imagine how much it must be hurting and all these things and just know that their feelings are valid because oftentimes, right. We think, Oh no, I can't believe I feel this way. I shouldn't feel this way. It's so shameful, right? These things, you know, I can't talk to anybody about it because they're going to make fun of me. And so giving them just the validation to go, wow, I get why you feel that way. Like, that's hard. That already is so empowering and just helps people to feel not crazy because we're so used to that, right? We're so used to being told, don't cry, don't feel that way, stop feeling bad. You know, it could be worse. You know, you hear all these things in life. And so uh, that's something that anybody can do no matter who you are, right? We we can have empathy. Well, let me ask you gentlemen this because I'm I'm glad I've got two men on here um, to help me understand as a man and as, as a little boy, I hear it all the time. You know, men are taught not to cry. Men are taught to hold their feelings in. And I got to be honest, when I see a grown man cry because he's really in his heart, I feel safe as a woman. Mm. It makes yeah. me feel safe. So what do you see around that? And Mike, you have a lot of boys, man. Um, I do. Um, and you got the girls and stuff. And yeah. it's just like. How do you teach your kids like it's it's a safe place or Eric like same for you how do you how did you teach your kids or how did how did you feel safe enough to be like you know what I'm a man but I need to get this out I need to cry like what what did that uh, look like um so before pathways I mean that definitely isn't something that I did right I mean I was trying to be the dad and be you know the hero and very stoic you know and almost untouchable mm-hmm. which I think's wrong to show them right because we're all vulnerable we all get hurt you know we're not superman uh which are my numbers by the way Mm. kind of ironic um (laughs) and so you know but it's 
but that's you know that's the world right that's how we you know you look at superman captain america I and mean, we're all just so invincible and that's not really the reality and so you know after i went through there i learned how by me not sharing with them and me not also crying and showing them kind of the hurt didn't really give them the permission to do the same right and so i want them to understand this is okay and so i mean i my son and I, he's 15 years old, teenage years, right? I mean, the hormones, they're just crazy, you know? I mean, I, I know my mom says I was the same way, but of course, as a kid, I, I'm sure I thought I was perfect. And so, but now dealing with my son in this, and it's like, man, like, you know, what you just said, you know, that really hurt me, you know? And I mean, I know that I've said it to my mom when I was a kid, right? I hate you. I don't love you. You know, I wish I had a different mom. You know I mean? Like, I hear the same stuff from my son. And you know, it, it really hurts. At the same time, I'm trying to understand, be like, look, it's hormones, you know, it's teenage years, there's a lot going on. You know, he's confused, he's hurting on other things too. And he, and so, yeah, this is how he's, you know, using his outlet. And so, you know, in the beginning, I, it just made me angry. And then it's like, you know what, like, when you say that to me, like, that really hurts me, you know, and when I had that conversation with them, you know, I mean, I started bawling and getting in my heart about it, because I was like, look, like, I understand that you may not like these rules and you may not like these things in life, but like, I'm only doing these things because I love you. I'm trying to protect you. I'm trying to teach you in these ways. And maybe it doesn't make sense now. And hopefully in 20 years you go, Oh dad, thank you. Like, thank you for loving me enough to give me these rules or to work through me on these things. I said, but for now, I just want you to like my heart to your, like that hurts me, you know? And I, I don't want to hurt you and I'm not trying to hurt you, but I also would hope that you don't treat me that way as well, you know? And so, Hmm. you know, I, I think it's important. I mean, you teach people how to treat you, right? And so, like, if I can show him my heart, hopefully that gives him permission to be able to share the hurt that he's going through, which it did. I mean, it turned into a really good conversation. So um, that's 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 what I do, I guess. But you, Eric? So, um, you know, I've got two teenage kids as well. And I, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, my daughter and I, she's, 15 driving, you uh-huh. know, everything. Uh, yeah, she's <laughs> doing very well with that, but it, um, you know, she's got some, some issues, uh, uh, that, you know, a lot of them are, are, are my fault, you know, as far as, uh, maybe, maybe not to say my fault, but you know, there's been some times in my life where maybe I didn't handle things as, as well as I could have. And, um, and, you know, that, you know, I didn't show the best side of me and, uh, you know, and I've let some stuff get to me in the world and, and I, uh, um, you know, and so it's, you know, my, what, what I'm trying to teach my kids is to be empathetic, you know, not be so judgmental, uh, about anything really. Uh, but to, you don't have to agree with someone but you need to try in you know in my opinion we all need to try to understand everybody's position doesn't mean i have to buy into it or i don't even have to really um agree with it you know uh, that's you know that's my right as, a, as an individual but i want to understand what the emotion is and and what the um you know why they believe that way and and particularly you know, in our relationship with my kids, you know, we, we, I, I'm blessed to have a great relationship with them. Um, and 
you know, the ability to have a communication, um, with them, uh, his, his, I don't really. So the ability to have great communication with them, you know, is, is enhanced by, you know, hearing them. And, and, and I think that's metaphorical in life too. I mean, if we, if we hear everybody's, and, and, you know, not saying we have to agree with them and, you know, and, you know, we don't have to agree with everything our kids do, you know, I mean, we have rules and we have guidelines and we have, um, expectations, um, you know, and if, if everything is, uh, and that's the way life is. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so under being able to talk to them and, and, you know, I I've told both of my kids that, you know, you can call me, you can do it, you know, no matter what, we're there for you. And, you know, there may be some consequences that we have to deal with based upon some behaviors or something that happens, you know, but at the end of the day, we want to know just two things. One, are you safe? And, and two, you know, how can we do, you know, what can we do to, um, take care of the situation, you know, no matter what it is, uh, it, you know, in the best way going forward. And then, you know, depending on what's happened and, you know, fortunately, you know, you know, we all make mistakes. I can't tell you the amount of goofy boneheaded things I've done in the world. Mm. And, um, and, you know, by the grace of God, I mean, I, I, you know, in addition to being a recovering politician, I will say I'm a recovering alcoholic. And, you know, and, you know, it's, it's truly, but by the grace of God that I never got a DUI, I never did something worse, you know, I mean, uh, in addition to being an accountant and a real estate professional during the day, when I moved to Oklahoma, I didn't know anybody. And so, I mean, I got a job as a professional drinker serving drinks behind the bar, uh, <laughs> as a bartender. And, you know, it's like, you know, truly somehow or another i've managed not to hurt myself or, or anyone else uh mm -hmm. um you know after you know decades of 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 you know abusing alcohol and, and um you know and that's a that's something that you know i i truly believe that i am incredibly lucky and incredibly fortunate and it uh you know that because i mean it, uh, and so, you know, and I, I, that being able to open up to my kids and say, you know, look guys, here's some of the mistakes that I've made and, you know, you may make them as well, but I, it's my hope that you won't, you mm -hmm. know, um, and, and, you know, that being able to just open up literally and tell them anything, uh, you know, they, you know, people really have a, not just my kids, but people, you know, they, they have a, uh, a respect for that and um, yep. um agree. And, and you know know that you know it, it that you can be a safe harbor you know uh with their feelings know that um that what you know because a lot of times and, and this is true for myself but a lot of times you know we don't know immediately how we feel about certain events you know, and, and I think the current events of the world right now are a perfect example of that. You know, there's so much happening uh, with the pandemic, with, uh, um, you know, with, with, with the political world, with, um, you know, some 
very horrific deaths that have happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's just so much, and, and you know, from a from a you know, you, you can't just say, well, this is how I feel about that because it's such a, a complex paradigm of so many different factors. And, you know, uh, and I'm going to take maybe the pandemic, you know, and masks. I mean, it makes sense to me that masks certainly do provide a level of protection. And depending on who you talk to, it's the level's you know, much higher or much lower. But, um that story has changed over the last couple of months. Uh, you know, common. And, and so even stuff that we, you know, Donald Rumsfeld, who I don't know if you guys are paid attention to him, but you know, I, 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 I he was a, a brilliant man, but, uh, you know, one of the things he said, there's things we know, there's things we know that there's things we, that we know we don't know. And there's things that we don't even know we don't know. And, <laughs> you know, that's kind of the way our feelings are. It's like, you know, uh, and it takes time to process. And so being able to be there for a person um, so that they can come to you and particularly, you know, the greatest responsibility in my life is to my kids. And so being able to have them have that open door so that they can come to me with their feelings, you know, because a lot of times we don't even know. Uh, it takes us quite a while to really process and work through events in our lives, uh, and events in our lives, you know, maybe, you know, happy events too. I mean, you know, there's, there's, and it all creates stress. And so being able to, um, you know, tell my son and my daughter and being able to show them, not just tell them, but show them through my own actions, um, uh, is, is the way I choose to, to handle that, that situation, Pam. And, um, you know, and that, um, it, uh, um, you know, so that's what I do to answer your question. Just, you know, trying to be, um, you know, just an honest individual, uh, and, you know, to be an open, safe place for them to come with anything. I'm glad you said safe place because at the end of the day, it's about being a safe place for everybody, with people that you love, or yeah. even for yourself. Sometimes you got to be a safe place for yourself. Um, so I'm glad you said that. Thank you all for sharing that real quick. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on just a little bit more because, uh, you know, um, I think we're really close to wrapping up here, actually, y'all. So, yeah. All right. So I actually saw that you guys are actually, you have four partners for team suicide prevention lined up. It's AFSP, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Mm-hmm. Hope is Oxygen, Coffee Bunker, and the me- and the mental health of, what was it, Oklahoma? I don't want to get that yep, wrong. Correct. Mental Health Association of Oklahoma. Cool. So part of the partnership is to sponsor you for this ride, correct? Um, how, or what is that so- looking like? So our sponsor, so they do not sponsor us. It okay, is right. our goal. They're just partners. Um, yeah. Well, we're like racing for them, you know, to, okay. to promote their missions. And we chose those organizations specifically uh, because of A, the work they do, and B, um, those organizations like Hope is Oxygen, um, 
I think we could classify as maybe a regional, uh, uh, a regional, <laughs> um, Mike's organization. Yeah, that's amazing. And so <laughs> hope is oxygen is, um, uh, they do crisis, you know, when there is a, uh, uh, somebody in crisis, um, they, or a family has lost someone to suicide. They provide a lot of resources, uh, because there's a lot of statistical data that, you know, suicides tend to cluster. And so they provide some amazing resources and some, some, um, some amazing support, uh, for, um, people and families in crisis. Uh, and then the coffee bunker is a really local organization, um, to Tulsa, Oklahoma that works and is a resource specifically for veterans, um, and they uh, provide counseling services, they provide resources, they provide assistance on a multitude of levels um, to, to veterans. Um, and then Mental Health Association of Oklahoma, obviously, is a state organization. Uh, it's not a state-run organization, but it is a statewide organization. Let me, let me correct that. Um, and they do... Um, uh, they were formerly of just Tulsa, but they've expanded um, uh, to be a statewide organization. And so they do, uh, they operate, they own and operate a uh, multitude of facilities. They have tons of counseling staff. Uh, they have programs that, uh, um, that range from um, uh, really any gamut of mental health that you can think of. They have they either partner with other organizations or they have a, a resource for them. And then, of course, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, you know, is a nationwide organization that uh, has one goal, and that is suicide prevention. And they do and operate, um, you know, the suicide hotline, which is specifically for people in crisis. And they have a multitude of, uh, you know, I mean, that is their, their, um, uh, their I guess, uh, core at their core is, 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 is being a resource for people in crisis. Um, and so what we did is, you know, we cause we all live in Oklahoma. So we, uh, took organizations that are, uh, I might say hyper local to just Tulsa to the statewide, to the nation. Um, and you know, it's our goal. Um, and so they are not sponsoring us. Uh, we are racing to highlight their missions. Okay. And, um, you know, as far as sponsors go, I mean, we, uh, we have, um, you know, we still have a, uh, quite a big hole to fill in that regard, but, um, our goal is to raise funds and raise awareness for their organizations. Um, and also, um, you know, promote their missions. Yeah. So with that too, if I can add in, so, I mean, you kind of touched on a little bit, so we're basically, we're raising our own money, you know, paying for our own flights and our own stuff. I mean, obviously I don't want to uh, ask a company to say, Hey, do you support mental health? Yeah. Awesome. Can you pay for my plane ticket so I can go race my bike? Right. I mean, that, that doesn't come across super great. So, so we're trying to be self-funded, right. But like we said, we want to use the money and the resources to help their organizations. Uh, another, and I hope that this plays out in how we're thinking, but, you know, we're trying to make connections across the United States, mm. right? We know that we're riding 3000 miles all the way across. We're going to come through many communities and cities. And so we're trying to find, uh, individuals, maybe people who have lost someone to suicide, or we can stop along the way, 
uh, talk to them, kind of hear their stories, right? Uh, share our stories with them. Uh, I'd love to be able to give some money to the organizations because, you know, most people who've lost someone to suicide don't just do nothing. I mean, they typically, they start something or they get involved somehow, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'd love to meet those people as we're, as we're hearing their stories, be able to also have raised enough money to be able to give to them along the way, right? So that was my idea of like, this is how we're going to spread hope across the nation, right? We're going to help fund more places than just we're in Tulsa, right? We're going to hear all of their hearts across the United States. Uh, and we're just going to come and love on them, right? With just a lot of joy and a lot of fun. And so, so as we're riding with our eight man team, so we will have four groups of guys that are riding while the other four guys hopefully are stopping and talking and right. And interviewing people and connecting with them. And so it's kind of a full-time gig, right? You're either riding or you're loving on someone, right? I mean, um, and then trying to rest and sleep and eat in between. But uh, so that's kind of, that's my hope. That's kind of my vision of, of what it'll look like as we race across the United States. I think that's great. I think that's awesome. And also I do want to hit on one thing before we kind of wrap up here in a little bit. Um, Eric, I was kind of talking to you, uh, you briefly there the other night and, and uh, Mike, maybe you can help hit on this. You guys are hoping to get uh a documentary, so to speak, kind of made out of this. That's the whole, the the goal. And then I was reading you'd like to get it pushed out to different platforms, um, so a lot of people can see this. So I uh, I actually talked to Eric um, briefly the other evening. I have some connections for that, and that'd be uh, awesome. I have a I have a really solid connection. Who um, I'm not going to say his name, but I do have a really solid connection. Um, if we pitched it to him. Why not? Let's see if he's interested, right? Yeah. Man, that'd be so cool. And, uh, you know, other, other logistical stuff around that. Um, so just know it's there, but whose idea was that to start? That was Eric's. Was that really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was my idea. That was kind of my dream about how we could leverage our effort, you know, because mm. it's one thing just to go and do a bike ride, but if we can create a legacy that can go on and on and, uh, you know, a, a, perhaps a resource for some of these organizations to use. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was our, uh, and, and a resource for, um, you know, for people to, to find out there to, uh, you know, maybe off to maybe get some hope and maybe, uh, you know, look at this and say, and, and look at the world in a different way. And so that was, uh, that was kind of my vision maybe four years ago. Um, uh, it's been a long time. I mean, uh, and then, um, and, and, you know, we have, uh, just, you know, kind of on a side note with regard to that, we have so many people involved with the team and so many people, uh, with some pretty profound stories. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you know, we, when we were in dialogue with one of the distribution networks uh that we think would be a pretty good partner you know they said would you want to do this as maybe like a uh, you know maybe break it up into different segments because we truly you know if you break down you know uh, mike had mentioned uh, one of our teammates and in, in you know that that horrible murder suicide that, that occurred uh but you know we have a lot of really profound stories um, you know, and, and, and so one of our, um, teammates is actually going to ride the bicycle for, you know, um, uh, 
you know, riding Todd's bicycle, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a portion of, of the race. And then I have another cyclist friend who, um, you know, chose to end his life, um, in 2017. Uh, and I'll be riding his bike, uh, a portion of the race. And so, you know, we, that our, uh, film project is what I'll call it, I guess. Uh, um, you know, that is, you know, what that looks like is to be determined. Uh, it could be, I mean, it's my goal to release it at, um, some of the film festivals. Mm -hmm. Um, um, you know, because, you know, people pay attention to what Hollywood does. And so I think that would be a real good tool to, uh, help us get the message out. And so, um, you know, but what the end product actually looks like, you know, it's to be determined. I mean, we, because, I mean, we literally, I mean, I've, I've taken several hours of interviews of people's stories that are involved with the team and, you know, they've all been tear filled and, you know, the stories are, you know, they're, they're all tragic. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we want to tie that back to, um, uh, you know, tie it back to, you know, again, the message of what can we do going forward? And, um, I mean, I know the two of you know what the starfish story is. Mm. Um, and you know, like many, many moons ago, my, my, uh, I used to be a, uh, a youth pastor at a church or, and I wasn't like an official on staff. I mean, I guess I was on staff, but you know, it was, you know, kind of a, a volunteer staff position, you know, cause it was just, it was just passing and, and there was a need and, and we filled it. And so, um, you know, that's the first time I ever heard the starfish story. It's probably been like 20, 22 years ago. And, you know, for those that don't know, you know, there's a, just to kind of sum it up really, really briefly, you know, there's this, this, this kid, this boy walking down the, the beach and, you know, you can, you know, if you close your eyes, let's just do an exercise. Let's close our eyes. And, and I'm just going to tell the story. So there's a child, you know, whatever vision you have of a child walking down the beach and it's, it's after a storm and there's a, um, um, a significant amount, you know, possibly thousands, maybe even millions of starfish that have washed up on the beach. And this child is just walking down the beach, throwing one at a time back into the ocean. So as the sun comes out and the tide, uh, goes away, you know, these things don't just bake and die there on the, on the, on the beach. And this, uh, this other person comes along and, and, you know, being an adult who knows everything says, you know, what are you doing child? This, you can't possibly even make a difference. Uh, there's so many starfish here, you, you, you just can't even make a difference. And the child looks at, down at uh, the starfish in her hand and thinks about it for a second, and throws it into the ocean and says, I just made a big difference to that one. And, uh, and that's the story, you know. And so they, it wraps up with both of them walking down the beach saving starfish. And that is um, you know, the starfish story. And so... Um, and, and that's what our hope is to do is, you know, who in our life can we make a big difference in? I love it. I I do love it. So it sounds like, um, you're about a year out until the race, correct? Exactly. To the day almost. Almost. (laughs) So y'all are going to have to be, um, you said you're going to do a lot of stuff out of pocket, but y'all are going to be fundraising as well, correct? 
absolutely. So real quick, where can people find y'all or, or what link do you want to send people to, to maybe donate $5 or their time or their resources or help donate flyer miles to get you over to California to even start, you know, because Man, that's an awesome idea. <laughs> cause, cause here's, here's the thing, right. And we learn about this in, in, in the room is sometimes we got to ask for medicine mm-hmm. and yeah, it's good to put it right. out of pocket, but I, I, let me tell you, let me leave you with this one story. Just, just sit on it. Um, when I was in high school, I was a decent softball player. And my senior, my senior year within that summer or so, there's a fireworks tournament out in Colorado where all the Division One coaches go to recruit or do whatever for all these players. Well, I couldn't go because I couldn't afford it. And I kid you not, I didn't even ask. I think it was an attorney or something. He knew my name because of – people know my name where I'm from, and that's not to be, like, cocky. I made a decent name for myself. Well, he literally gave me like, he sponsored me with 500 bucks. He's like, I got your plane ticket covered. I've got your meals covered. Get over there, go play, do what you got to do. And sure enough, my coach who was already scouting me kept her eye on me. And I ended up getting recruited to D1 college. Wow. That's so cool. All because somebody believed in me. And Mm. I know there's somebody out there that's going to believe in this mission because it hits everybody in some form or fashion. So, guys, if you're out there, um, if it's on your heart, man, flyer miles, plane tickets, water, um, energy gels, or whatever it is that y'all mm-hmm. need, right? Um, shoot. So, with that, where can people actually help maybe donate stuff like this or donate funds to you guys? So, we we do have a website put up, um, and it is... Uh, uh, one of our teammates who is, a you know, he's retired. He, he built it for us. And I think he did an amazing job. Um, but it is, uh, um, team suicide prevention.com, you know, just very simple team suicide prevention.com. Uh, we do have a lot of links on there and, and we have a, uh, you know, you can meet the team. Uh, we all have our, our stories up there. Um, and, um, you know, there, there is a donate button there. Um, as well as our address. And, you know, there are things, you know, you mentioned something uh, that I hadn't even contemplated about, you know, frequent flyer miles. You know, we, we will need uh, uh, a fair amount of plane tickets, um, you know, so that, uh, uh, you know, I hadn't even, that pretty cool. never come across my mind. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a great idea. So, uh, but yeah, teamsuicideprevention.com. You know, you can see all our uh, smiley faces and, um, and, uh, you can also find out about the other organizations, bless you, um, that we have, uh, partnered with and that, you know, we're racing for. And so, you know, Pam, um, one thing, all their links are there. Our biggest, uh, expense of the entire event is, uh, housing, right? So we have 20 people that at some point have to sleep somewhere every single day as we're traveling across the nation. And so, uh, I'm not positive if the entire route is online on our website. I'll double check that if it's not, maybe that's something that we can put up, but we're definitely brochure. trying to find it is. Oh yeah, it definitely is there. It's on the brochure. So maybe houses, churches, you know, uh, retreat centers. I mean, anything that's along the way, that's somewhere that we can stay because our, I mean, $10,000 worth of, you know, hotel rooms and travel and all that stuff just is going to add up pretty quickly. So those would be huge blessings. If anybody knows a place along the way, you know, or if you're out there, you have Airbnbs. Along the way, yes. 
you know, donate, Absolutely. donate a night, give these guys a shower, give these guys a yep. warm place to just sleep. And they're not going to sleep there all night. They're probably going to just sleep for a few no. hours and get their, get their <laughs> yeah. butts back up. Keep and <laughs> yep. So, you know, if, if, if you're willing to donate, um, your house or your shower or hell a bus, a, a van or something, you know, a tent, yeah. I mean, just go to their website. So teamsuicideprevention.com. I just went on there. I was looking at it when you were talking. It's really easy to navigate. It's really easy to navigate, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, you're on Instagram and Facebook, it looks like. Yep. And um, you guys, I mean, it didn't get any sweeter than this. You know, this I really is, appreciate you doing this with us, Pam. Super cool. Absolutely. I absolutely. mean, thank you. Hey, just so you know, we're in like Brazil and Lithuania and stuff. Hey, <laughs> hey, Lithuania. Talking around the world. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Hello. We're in like, all, we're all over the place. It's really cool. Australia, so cool. Spain. Um, wow. So if you're overseas, I know my listeners in the UK, I know you're listening because I'm watching you. You know, I don't know what the, the, the money, the, euros or whatever it's called the money the dollar the difference is but hey a dollar here five dollars here ten dollars there you know and you know what maybe get a sponsor for each guy each rider that's a good idea you know you have eight guys you can get eight sponsors and each sponsor can sponsor a guy yeah you yeah know? that's cool good thinking we definitely need to talk Absolutely. offline more because i think you have some brilliant ideas yeah i'm known for that and i'm I'm a little yeah. chatty kathy sometimes too but <laughs> it's good yeah well hey um I think we covered everything, unless there's anything specifically that, that you want. Of. Yeah, anything uh, more. Just want to say thank you. I appreciate your time and energy, and I love where your heart's at. I mean, not even just in this call, but with the podcast, with everything that you're doing, trying Absolutely. to reach people. It's uh, it's you. pretty incredible. Thank you, thank you. These are these absolutely, are, absolutely. Our stories are. Uh, it's very similar to what we hear in the room. Yep. You know, gives you a little bit of taste of what what it's all about. But what I love is every guest that I've had on, you know, they talk about how they've been able to overcome it. Mm. Even you, Mike, I saw you tearing up when you're talking about Todd. <laughs> I know. You know. Well, I, mean, I, I went through the same feelings. I mean, I, yeah, long story there. I'd love to share it with you sometime, but I, I mean, I had all the same feelings, same thoughts, and I'm yeah. just, I'm thankful that I'm still here with, with my kids on a daily basis. You well, know, I'll tell you what, maybe, maybe we can have you on season four. Love to. Yeah. Maybe we can have both of y'all on season it. four. Be super yeah. cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll plan that. So, uh, y'all don't go anywhere. But I'm gonna wrap up here with my amazing listeners. So, you guys, it's a real deal. I mean, shoot, noble people, very good men. Uh, man, why wouldn't you want to donate something? Like, don't even go get your mocha frappuccino lattes today. Like, go give a go give a buck, five bucks, quarters, whatever you got. Make me happy. But anyhow, we are done for today. Thank you guys for sticking with us with a special episode. And get ready for season four because it's going to be wild. Peace out.